Hide your kids, hide your wives, because supposed family-friendly drag queen shows are coming to Chattanooga. How in the world did we get to the place where this kind of thing is being normalized? We'll talk about what just took place over the weekend in Chattanooga, but then we will also dig into what this organization that was behind these events has been doing while people of good conscience, while Christians, and while conservatives have been sleeping, because what I have to show you on the show today will really be shocking. We'll talk about that and more today on Indie Thinker. Don't forget, today's show is sponsored by our friends over at Element Home Loans. Now, if you dropped a dollar on the ground, you would probably pick it up. But if you dropped a hundred dollars on the ground, most assuredly, if you didn't pick it up, somebody would. Because we don't like throwing money away. But that's just what you're doing if you're waiting for Joe Biden's economy to get better. Because it's only going to get worse and interest rates are only going to get higher. And every day you take your money and invest it into the drain by investing it into rent, you're wasting time and you're wasting your own money when you can get into a brand new home. And if you act today, you can lock in a great interest rate before they go even higher. So to do that, you need to go over to our friends at Element Home Loans by going to kevinblairteam.com. Not only are they straight shooters, they won't give you any gimmicks, but they will also lock you into a rate, like I said, so that it doesn't get any higher. And you can invest in your family's future today by get, refinancing your home or getting into a brand new home. And you need to do that again by going to kevinblairteam.com. And when you do that, let them know that Indie Thinker sent you. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching the show. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Now, just recently, something interesting took place. There was a mass migration out of blue cities into predominantly red cities. So this is places like Austin and, and Texas, and then other places in Florida. Fort Lauderdale, I think, received a lot of people, and, and West, uh, West Palm, and, and different other places in the south of Florida. And there's other red cities where this happened as well. One of the red cities that actually received a lot of people, especially from California, was Chattanooga. Now, it didn't really get on the map because Chattanooga is a little bit of a smaller city. But the one thing that really was unsettling for people living in these red cities is we did not know if the people coming from blue cities, from Chicago, New York City, LA, San Francisco, if these people would not only migrate, but migrate their values with them and, and do so in a way that, that creates the same problem that they were trying to get out of when they left their blue cities. Because the reality is, is that your morality will create the culture and this is what happened, by and large, in blue cities, along with bad policy. But uh, but that debate, I hope, will be settled by a video that I'm about to show you of a family-friendly, I should say, quote-unquote, family-friendly drag queen show that just took place in Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Now, before I show that video to you, I just want to preface it by saying this. The reason I think it's important to show you this is not just because Chattanooga is my backyard, but also because... There are people who felt like, I think, by and large, that this would never happen here. And I do believe that if it can happen in Chattanooga, it can happen anywhere. Because Chattanooga is not a very large city. It's middle of the road at, at best and still predominantly, I would say, largely made up of families that hold conservative values. And so what we see today is that 
old Martin Niemöller quote coming to pass, that first they came for this group of people, then they came for this group of people. And I didn't say anything because I wasn't in that group and I wasn't in that group. But then finally they came for me and there was nobody left to speak up. And so we're seeing that there is no place that is truly safe from the predations of the family-friendly drag queen show, as you'll see in this clip here. Now, as much of a freak show as that was, I hate to belabor the point, but are, there are some things that I want to point out that I, that I hope you didn't miss. And the first one is this, is that as you can see, this small little girl is rubbing on the private parts of this mermaid, and this adult is doing nothing. Now, people are good at giving the benefit of the doubt, especially Christians. I know we don't have the best reputation as far as that's concerned, but I think that's mostly a lie. Christians are great at equivocating and saying, saying, well, I don't know about that, and I mean, they, they could be doing this, and no, this is... The reality is, in a normal world, when an adult has a small child rubbing on them in that area, they pull away as quickly as possible and say, hey, no, you can rub the sequins on my leg or something like that, but don't rub in that area. But it just shows that in these kind of these kind of settings, that those kind of mores and those social cues don't actually fly. Um, it's, it's a no-holds-barred freak fest where small children can actually be sexually abused while parents sit back and smile. Now, the appropriate response to, to that kind of behavior is seen actually in some of these small children, as you can see. Now, some of these kids do what the Bible says, and out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, we see them responding to these drag queens in the way that, uh, that you really should, peeling back in utter horror and disgust. Unfortunately, there are parents there, and this is the real big issue. It's not the fact that drag queens wish to dress as drag queens. The real issue is that parents wish to bring their very small children to these drag queen shows. And as you can see on the screen, give their children money so that they can hand them off to these drag queens as though they were strippers. Good job, parents. Way to make sure your kids are ready for life. Now, the reason I bring all of that up is, well, first of all, side note, because I don't want to forget to say this. It's awfully interesting to me that the family-friendly drag queen show, quote-unquote, is usually focused on a young family with very young children, predominantly because young families are composed of young parents who are basically 
idiots who have not yet learned about what adulthood actually is. More than that, it's also focused on young families because you can only imagine what would happen if teenage boys were in a setting like that. We're in a setting like this where very large men are being shoved into very tight women's clothing. I mean, it's a field day for a teenage boy and all of the jokes that they might be able to make about a setting like this. But no, this is typically focused on very small children who cannot think for themselves and who are very impressionable. And this really is the sickening thing about these kind of displays at the end of the day. Now, while even as a Christian, I say, you know, to a certain extent, this is a free country and you can do what you want. But I also step back and say, you can do what you want, but you cannot do what you want with kids, even when parents like SEALs sit back and approve of this kind of thing. You know, conservatives and Christians were made fun of in the past because uh, we said that, you know, things like, okay, groomer, and uh, don't come for our kids. And then you have the San Francisco men's choir doing little parodies like this that are meant to be funny. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. And the implication with a video like this is that, hey, we're making fun of you guys who are overreacting about the fact that we're coming for your kids. We're not coming for your kids. We just want the same freedoms you have to be able to love who we want to love and do what we want to in our own bedrooms. Well, that's all up until they actually start coming for our kids, which is clear that these individuals are interested in that. Now, I want to be careful because it's not all individuals, but it certainly is these individuals. So it's not everybody in the homosexual community, but it is a certain subset of the woke liberal ideologues who wish to indoctrinate small children into this kind of sexual ideology. And it's always small children. It's never kids who can think for themselves or have the capacity for rational thought. It's always small kids. Now, I do have to say something about this. It's very interesting to me that we've been told most of our lives that you are born gay and that there's nothing you can do about it. And how can I change who I really, truly am on the inside? Why do these people have to work so hard to indoctrinate very small children if this is actually just a very natural thing that, that grown people do and that there's nothing that people can do about it and that it's just bred into them. It's in their DNA. It's in their genes. There's something about it. We can't find a gay gene, but trust me, it's there. If that is true, then why do these people have to work so hard to focus and target on children and shove this in their face? The reality is, is straight people aren't shoving heterosexual sex and heterosexual promiscuity in the face of small children. So this is not even whataboutism. This is a double standard that clearly exists on the left who wants to target children, which shows that the okay groomer thing is not that far-fetched. Now, the reason you should care about this, I guess, is multiple things. Is Like I just illustrated, one, kids are involved. And that changes the game a little bit. That's crossing over a line that demands our attention. But perhaps if that doesn't, and if that doesn't, I don't know what will get your attention. But if that doesn't, then perhaps you also need to consider this. Chattanooga Pride, or Tennessee Valley Pride, is a LGBTQIA plus advocacy organization that put on these series of shows over the weekend and decided to, in September for some reason, have a Pride Week. And they are responsible for doing some other things that I think that you should know about. In fact, just last year in July, they teamed up with the Edwin to put on a 
fundraiser of sorts. And you can see right here, I'm putting up on their website what they did. On July 17th of 2021, the Chattanooga Pride Board partnered with Whiskey Thief, which is a restaurant in the Edwin Hotel. And they partnered with them to raise money for the Hamilton County bailout fund. So from 3 to 5 p.m., 50% of everything that was made in that period of time went to the Hamilton County bailout fund. Now, I should explain that the Edwin is a very, very nice hotel that's on the river here in Chattanooga. Um, it's a uh, four-star, if not five-star hotel and a place that my wife and I have frequented in the past, and that will come into play here in just a moment. But they teamed up with Chattanooga Pride for the Hamilton County Bailout Fund. Now, what is the Hamilton County Bailout Fund? Well, that's an organization that bails out people who have been accused of a crime. Anybody that's been accused of a crime, they think that should have the presumption of innocence, shouldn't have to spend a second in jail. So out of this 501c3 organization's coffers, they'll give money to anybody who committed a crime and has bail under the amount of $5,000. Now, I saw some varying things online, whether it's $10,000 or $5,000, so I'm going with the conservative $5,000 bailout fund. So you might be asking yourself right about this time, well, what kind of crimes come with a total of around about $5,000 in bail or lower than that. Well, here are the kind of crimes that Chattanooga Pride and the Edwin Hotel is bailing people out of. So these are crimes like voyeurism, the unlawful transmission of sexually explicit material. This is things like even terrorism and harassment and enticing children and public displays of lewdness, and many, many more. So as you can see, there's a panoply of different crimes that fall under the auspices of the bailout fund that it was being raised by Chattanooga Pride and the Edwin Hotel. So I bring up the Edwin and Chattanooga Pride in the Hamilton County bailout fund because it's perfectly within bounds and legitimate to suggest that the Edwin was working with groomers to release pedophiles back out on the street. And that's at least to say a little bit troubling. It's also possible that you could get a $5,000 bail for causing a riot in the city streets. So we're starting to get a little bit of a picture here that people who believe that sexual mores and conservative sexual values are a thing of the past and need to be destroyed and need to get rid of those as quickly as possible, even at the expense of abusing children publicly. And people who riot in the streets, there are organizations out there who are willing to pardon those kind of people because ultimately they don't want there to be repercussions for the kind of things that these organizations approve of. So, and there is one part of the aisle, one side of the aisle who actually kind of buys into this kind of thing. As you can see from the New York Post, just last year, Kamala Harris backed a bail fund that freed a Minneapolis man who was a domestic abuser and was charged then after he was released and bailed out with slaying a man, shooting a man in a road rage incident. So all of that to say this, one, we should be standing up for kids. That should be enough. Two, we're also personally affected by these kind of organizations that support left-wing liberal values who are interested in letting criminals out on the street because they happen to participate in crimes that these people are actually very likely to endorse. So it's at least a little bit troubling 
that it's coming to our own backyard and it's time for us to finally wake up. And I think it's time for us to have a response to these kind of things. And so right now on the show, I'm going to exemplify at least one response that, that we can take. And I'm going to call the Edwin and I'm going to let them know that until they distance themselves from Chattanooga Pride, an organization that is interested in letting pedophiles back out on the street and people who cause riots out on the street, um, until they distance themselves from that organization, we will no longer be frequenting their business. So Here's that phone call. Hi, this is Bill Simmons, general manager of the Edwin Hotel. Please leave a message and I will return as soon as possible. Begin speaking after the tone, then hang up when you are finished or press any key for further options. Hi, Bill. My name is Reed Uberman. Um, I tried to reach you and uh, wasn't able to do so, so I thought I'd just leave this voicemail here for you. Um, just let you know, I'm a podcaster in the city of Chattanooga and have frequented your business multiple times. We loved it there in the past. Obviously, great location, great ambiance, and great view of the city, the river, all that good stuff. So we've been to Whitebird on multiple occasions. We've also, um, uh, been to your Christmas events that you've done and always do a really great job of kind of putting those things on. And then also you've kind of been our staycation getaway. My wife and I would go there when we wanted to get away within the city, uh, that we live in. So, um, so we've been there multiple, multiple times, but, um, uh, I just recently, uh, realized that you guys were affiliated with Chattanooga Pride a year ago with a, an event that you guys did with a fundraiser uh, that raised money for the Hamilton County bailout fund. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of what just took place this past weekend, but uh, this past weekend Chattanooga Pride put on an event for drag queens and families, and at that event, um, a, a young girl was fondling an adult uh, in their private area and um, grown men were also flashing their underwear and their crotches in the face of small children. I felt like you guys should know that and be aware of that if you're not already and that, uh, that I would just like to let you know that given your association with them in the past, um, and again, they hosted a fundraiser at Whiskey Thief, which is your restaurant upstairs, uh, that uh, we will no longer be uh, frequenting your business at, until such time as you guys are willing to put out a public statement that distances yourself from Chattanooga Pride and the events that took place this past weekend. Uh, now, I'll just say that um, I'm going to make this story known on, on my podcast, and I would say that there are probably many people in my audience as well who would also distance themselves uh, from the Edwin uh, without that same kind of public notification uh, of, of, of you guys and where your stance is on this. So obviously, I wouldn't uh, normally make a call like this or even require a business to make this kind of statement, except in the case where there is obvious sexual abuse of children. Um, so I hope that you can find a way to uh, to make a statement about this that uh, that really uh, that really is moral and and is right in light of what just took place. So um, I appreciate your time and uh, thank you for listening to this. So we better care about these things. We better care about kids because they are our future, and we better care about our own personal well-being at least. Because it's not safe for these kind of organizations to go out unchecked and do what they're doing. I just want to say this. I, I want to be very careful that as a Christian, I do have an obligation to, to be charitable, to be as gracious as I possibly can while also trying to figure out how to tell the truth. So at the end of the day, here's what I would want. I would want for the drag queens involved in this and the ones flaunting 
and shaking and twerking their stuff in front of children to wake up and realize that if you feel a little bit of problem with this in your conscience, it's because it's not okay. It's because God is knocking on the door of your heart and hopefully helping you realize that even if you don't believe in him, there still are standards and morals that exist in this world. And when we violate them, there are repercussions for them. And then especially for the parents, I would say this, look, quit with the double standard. You're not doing this in conservative outlets, so why in the world would you do this in in liberal ones? You're you're not shoving heterosexual sex down your children's throat, so don't shove liberal versions of sex down down their throat. And then more importantly, I would also say this to those on the other side of this thing. If you feel a little bit shocked, if you feel a little bit disoriented, if you feel angry, there's a way that we can channel that anger in a positive way. We can do so without hating those who are on the other end of this this scenario. We can do so while we can tell the truth while also wanting what is in the best interest of these people. And at this point in time, what's in the best interest of these people is that they feel the weight and the pain of their decision-making. Now, the reality is, is people don't listen to reason by and large. People only listen to their pocketbook or they listen to pain. And this is why we as conservatives, as Christians, or people at least with a conscience, whether you believe in God or not, you should believe that this kind of activity in front of children is wrong. And for that reason, I think it's time for sleeping giants to awake. And I do have to give a warning as graciously as I possibly can. The giants, when they were asleep, specifically those Christian giants who know better, who, who have a value system that is not conducive with what you just did in our city, they were okay while they were sleeping, but what you just did this past weekend woke them up, and you're going to feel the repercussions of that. And I want to be really, really clear now. I am not talking about any physical repercussions. I'm talking about fiscal repercussions. I'm talking about you're going to feel it in your pocketbook. So right now you're seeing the businesses that participated in this family-friendly drag queen pride show that took place in Chattanooga over the weekend. And I highly encourage you to quit with just merely the anger or quit with the equivocation and just saying, well, this happens in all sorts of other cities, in all sorts of other places, and say, this is a first-time event in Chattanooga. And I, for one, don't want it to happen ever again. So I'm going to take action now before it's too late. And the action that we can take is we can mark every single one of these businesses, like Scotty's on the River, Agave and Rye, Big Chill, and the other businesses that you see listed on this graphic here. You can mark those businesses and you can say, I am never going to them ever again. They will never see another dollar of my money. And then when they publicly distance themselves from what they just did this past weekend, maybe then and only then, Will we go back to them? And you can certainly, if you wish, do what I did. You can call uh, places like the Edwin or places like Big Chill or Wanderling Brewery, and you can and you can let them know that what they did this weekend was noticed, and that we will never be frequenting their business ever again. Now they're probably going to initially give you some attitude and be excited about the fact that you're no longer frequenting their business. But they all realize that the majority still has a say-so in this country and that when they take matters into their own hands, it does come back to bite them in the butt and that the majority does in this country does have a backbone. The majority in this country does have a heart and we're willing to put our money where our mouth is. And then the other thing is I would just say this. 
This past weekend, what Chattanooga Pride did violated a social contract. I want to be really clear about this. You do you in the privacy of your own home and in the shadows at night, far, far away from our kids. But when you do what you did this past weekend, you will reap the whirlwind. And we are not going to let this idly slip by without a response. So I highly encourage each and every one of you to take some aspect of the response that you heard here today, whether it's calling the businesses or just not frequenting those businesses, but do something. Figure out on your own individually what this means you need to do as a result of what just took place. And even if you don't live in Chattanooga, I encourage you to understand that this is either already happening in your city like it was in ours while we were sleeping, or it is coming and you better do something before it does. I just know this at the end of the day, a recipe for disaster and for more things like this to take place and worse is to do nothing. If you've taken a passive approach in the past, it's okay to admit that you were wrong. It's okay to admit, especially if you were a Christian and you said things like this, well, we're just going to focus on Jesus and we're just going to focus on the gospel and the gospel is just so simple. I don't want to get into all the drama. I hope you can now see that your passivity is a recipe for disaster. And for those kind of believers who have sat back, I have a scripture verse to read you that I think needs to be heard at this time. And it says Proverbs 24, verse 10. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength being small, if you hold back from rescuing those taken away to death, those who go staggering to the slaughter, specifically that would be small children, small innocent children. If you say, look, we didn't know about this. Does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? In other words, ignorance is no longer an excuse, especially after what took place this weekend. Does not he who keeps watch over your souls know? And will he not repay all according to their deeds? So ignorance is no longer an excuse. We must create a response. And we need to create one before it's too late. And an infuriating response sounds like this. Well, these businesses, they need to be dedicated to just serving customers. And, you know, they, they need to be dedicated to inclusion and equity and diversity. And, and they need to just go where the money is and just take that money because it's a business, right? At the end of the day, they're just businesses and they don't have a dog in the fight and they serve their customers. Well, to that, I can say this. Generally, I would almost agree with that, except in the case where small children are concerned and small children are being sexually groomed and sexually abused, as in the clip I just showed you. So in that case, if you don't have an adequate response to what just took place in in Chattanooga and in other cities in America, then you no longer need to be operating as a business. It is unconscionable to think that a business could actually muster the response that diversity and inclusion includes small children rubbing on the private parts of adults. Now, of course, we believe in a loving and gracious Savior, but we also believe in a God of justice. And what just took place over this weekend is something that must be addressed. And as I said in the past on shows when I've closed, I'll close this way. Small tremors create great earthquakes. So it's time for us to muster up a a response. No matter how small, we must realize that we can be the difference. And it's time for us to make a difference. Thanks so much for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and go with God. You can catch brand new episodes of Indie Thinker with Reed Uberman every Monday and weekly bonus episodes to keep you thinking throughout the week. 
but you have to subscribe and click the bell to be notified when new episodes drop. If you enjoy this content, make sure to like this video and share it with friends.